uh, lady called the cops on us and I ended up in handcuffs and my dad found out I had given the police all the fake information you know what I mean I was scared I was honestly scared that my parents were gonna find out because my parents are like the biggest strict like the strictest parents you could ever imagine mm-hmm. and um, really uh, I I ended up being kicked out of my house for like a whole week uh-huh. and um, in that whole week um, I was living in my friend's car and Hey guys, it's Gio here with Young Mindsets. I'm here with Gonzo Hernandez. Hi. And Gonzo Hernandez, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I'm 16. Uh, I'm a Puerto Rican. So my family, they came here from Puerto Rico searching for opportunity. My mom, she actually grew up in New York for like three years. But um, she moved to back to Puerto Rico she grew up there went to high school there and then she got a good opportunity to to come to school here at UCF Um, she actually became the first radio Hispanic female radio show host or something (laughs) in Orlando Florida like back when it was not as big as it is now and my dad he grew up in Puerto Rico his whole life met my mom or actually moved to Georgia and for his job and then met my mom and then I came in 02 02 yeah um, how old are you? I'm 16 16 and okay. um yeah I'm a, a little bit about myself um, I'm a business owner business owner what do you, what business what does your business do? so I'm in charge well it also I, well, can I start from the beginning so growing up I always I always knew that I wanted to make a large amount of money in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. That was always my, my, but I never knew how I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. I always, I thought, you know, I rotated a little bit. Doctor, uh, wanted to be a doctor for a little bit. Of <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be a doctor Because too. I actually have this condition called essential tremor. Uh-huh. You know, essential tremors, I don't know if you've seen it, but I shake. Yeah, i seen it. So my nerves are kind of like plucked guitar strings you know what i mean so i always i i have to see a neurologist and there's only one neurologist in orlando that i can see because he's the only pediatric neurologist Mm -hmm. so there's no other ones there's a lot of regular adult neurologists but like only two pediatric neurologists and one's on the other side of town and one's here in sand lake you know what Uh i mean so i always thought like his job was the coolest job in the world because um, oh, you saw it like every single day and yeah like, and, I, oh, and I, I grew up with this kid with autism and he also saw the same doctor you know what i mean oh. this guy he works with kids that you know i'm familiar with mm-hmm. and i always thought i wanted to specialize in essential tremor like the the the, the, the condition i have because i wanted i didn't want kids to suffer the way i do because my handwriting you know isn't as good mm-hmm. as other kids but i, I don't I, even I, have that my handwriting so yeah so. i mean i actually <laughs> transformed I've transformed, like, my handwriting into, like, I've started doing art more, mm-hmm. and from doing this art, uh, that's when I stopped saying I wanted to become a doctor, and actually, one day I went to Miami, mm-hmm. and Miami has, right outside, like, the main city, there's this, like, designer district, in a way. Oh, I went there, I so went there. Where yeah, all where all the, the designer art galleries, stores and the, yeah, 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 yeah. and I, I really, I saw that, it's like the coolest place in the world. I mean, yeah, if you've been there, it's, it's really like cool. super clean, and it's like, all the buildings are like so modern. Yeah. And I, I said, from there I said, you know what, I want to be an architect. And I knew architects, you know, they're, they're a lot, they work a lot with their, their hands, their, their, their writing is um. a lot of what they do. So mm-hmm. I had to somehow manage to, you know, perfect that. And um, so I started doing art mm-hmm. in freshman year, my freshman year of high school. I started doing a whole bunch of art. Um, really just starting off with simple sketches and then doing like Sharpie drawings. I would just draw like the coolest thing on Sharpie. Like I would show you photos, but um, I don't have them mm-hmm. because one day I decided to bring all of my art. I had a folder with all of my all of my art. It was mm-hmm. all really sheets of paper, you know, mm-hmm. that I can fit in a regular folder. I had it in my backpack. And um, I remember working really hard on this um, Maggie Simpson. I was draw I like cartoons. I like to draw cartoons. They're mm-hmm. pretty cool to draw. And um, Maggie Simpson 
Maggie, Maggie Simpson. There we go, Maggie Simpson. And um, I remember I, I spent like at least two weeks drawing this Maggie Simpson because I did a whole bunch of like trip, it was like a Maggie Simpson and then a whole bunch of trippy stuff. You'll see that in my style of art, I like to do a mm -hmm. lot of trippy stuff. But um, so I went to Walmart one day and before school and you know how you have to put your backpack down yeah. for high schoolers, they don't, because it minimizes theft. So I put my backpack down, I went, I grabbed literally, I think I grabbed a Sour Patch Kids from <laughs> the candy section. Yeah. And when I came back, I, I, I had my wallet in my bag. Mm -hmm. When I came back, everything was gone. Really? My whole bag was gone. I was freaking out, you know. I, I started looking around, I went back to school, see if they had it been lost or found, you know, it was a big deal, but pretty much all my art was stolen, my wallet was stolen, everything Dang. was stolen, from my computer was stolen, mm -hmm. every 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 little thing, and um, that was probably, I, I remember posting that all I wanted back was my art, because mm -hmm. that's like stuff I really spent a lot of time on, and um, you know, it was all gone, so, um, then, you know, I, after sophomore, after freshman year came, um, sophomore year and in sophomore year um, I didn't do any type of sharpie drawings I was in a lot of trouble so like basically art was just like done for you art was yeah. in freshman year art was like the biggest thing for me and then after I got it all stolen I lost all inspiration yeah. for art because you know I asked Walmart to show me there was camera there was a camera literally facing where the person would have stolen you know mm -hmm. where it was stolen and Walmart didn't let me see the video. Walmart, I, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> yo, screw you need, Walmart. You need, didn't to let let me see the video. you need to let the let the poor boy see the video. Man. That's all my art. Like, I, and the cops saw it, and we filed a police report, and really nothing happened uh -huh. because I'm my stolen bag. And so, what pushed you to get into your business? What I don't know. So yeah, no, no, I'm building up to that. So, uh, sophomore year, I didn't do anything. I was really just kind of what you might consider like a like a low life in mm -hmm. a way. Um, really just hanging out was my thing. Yeah. I, was, I was always hanging out. Always, yeah. always, always. And um, around the same time, I had met this girl. Mm -hmm. Or really, I had always known her. But she was just going through a... Her boyfriend never let me talk to her. Mm -hmm. And she was just going through a breakup. And um, so I was the, the person she added first on Snapchat. And we started talking. And um, her name's Elena. Elena, okay. And, you want to uh, throw out your Instagram? Huh? You want to throw out your Instagram? Uh, <laughs> Elena.Demus <laughs> on Instagram. Elena.Demus <laughs> and Elena.Spam. <laughs> Mine is gonzo.pr. Follow me. Um, so yeah, I met Elena and... Um, that was crazy. <laughs> I met Elena and... Um, she kind of... I want to say I was in a bad spot when I met her. Mm -hmm. um, so there was a point in my life where I thought it was a good idea to go on the BurgerFi roof. Oh God, <laughs> BurgerFi is a restaurant near uh, us, yeah. So BurgerFi, I went on their roof to, with my friends, seven of us, we went up there. And um, some things happened, uh, one thing led to another, I ended up with cops, you know, handcuffed. How'd you even get up there? There's a hatch right there. Oh, God. Right there. I could walk there. So one thing led to another. Um, lady called the cops on us, and I ended up in handcuffs. And my dad found out. I had given the police all the fake information, you know what I mean? I was scared. I was honestly scared that my parents were going to find out. Because my parents are, like, the biggest, strict, like, the strictest parents you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And, um, really, uh, I... I ended up being kicked out of my house for like a whole week oh. and um, in that whole week um, I was living in my friend's car and the only person I could I could really talk to was my friend uh -huh. because I didn't have a phone and yeah. Elena because well I did have a, like a trap phone but the only person on the on the phone was like an iPhone 5c you know but the oh. only person I had a, like as a contact was Elena because mm -hmm. I was always talking to her and um, we we kind of, you know, started talking about travels, mm -hmm. you know, right before we, we started talking, like, I knew that I kind of had a crush on her, but she was always the girl that I was, I would never think I could ever, you know, 
date. You know I mean, I mean, I'm not hitting on her in any way, but she's a very beautiful girl. Yeah, very I know that she's like out of, she was like out of my league to uh, me, you know, I, never, I didn't think that that was a thing, you know, being out of leagues, but like, yeah, yeah she's out of my league. <laughs> she's out of my league. She's real pretty. She's real like amazing. She's an amazing girl. But um, yeah, so I met her and during that week, um, we went to a party and mm-hmm. we kind of, I kind of told her I loved her at that party, and she told me that she loved me too. Oh wow! Well, not like after the party. So after the we, party, we we, yeah. I, we um, went to Yellow Dog Eats at like eleven o'clock, um. and there's like a van there. We literally just spent all the time talking in that van, like literally from eleven p.m. to seven, just talking about our feelings for each other. And oh. you know, that's when you once you get to that level, like it's like really like we connected in yeah. a way that I've never connected with anyone before. And I told her I loved her and. Um, from there, really, that's where uh, my business starts. Mm-hmm. So, Elena was always doing. Um, to, she was always into. Since I knew her since seventh grade, she was always into the farmers markets. Mm-hmm. So, farmers markets are. If you don't know, it's like you bring. Like it's really for the farmers where they sell their crops. Yeah. So they go. Or handmade goods, any type, you know, handmade soaps. They sell it there at the at the tents. Um, produce, everything, really everything you can. Jewelry, mm-hmm. you know, really all handmade crafts, olive wood. So her mom sells olive wood. Yeah. She gets the olive wood from Tunisia, and she pretty much gets it for free because of her husband. Her husband is a woodworker. Mm-hmm. Like he's a, he does crafts. Like he does a lot of kitchenware. What do you do with olive wood? wood? Olive, so it's a lot of kitchenware, like cutting boards, um, spoons, oh, wooden spoons, okay. Okay. like tongs, even cups. You know. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of cool trays, you know. And so she would sell that like for $40, like for a piece, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I remember Elena always working with her and Elena would come home with like 80 bucks. And I, I thought that was like the coolest thing in the world because <laughs> I knew money was like what I like. I like money. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to be like blunt but I like money mm-hmm. I, or I like the money because that's when I, I'll talk to you about that later but well, I don't know if like money has any real value but like like I'll talk to you about, I'll I'll talk about like we'll talk about my views on money like a little uh-huh. bit after the business but like I'll, <laughs> after I detail it because it's really changed a lot so uh-huh. I remember she was coming home with like 80 bucks a day and as like a sophomore that's like the coolest thing ever like uh-huh. oh 80 bucks like I had no job I was applying for jobs at like Hollister you know yeah you know minimum wage jobs you yeah, know basically. on the floor like folding clothes that's what I wanted to do but like then um I remember Elena coming home with like 80 bucks and all she would do is you know sit at a farmer's market mm-hmm. and I remember going with her for fun one day and um her mom takes her and her mom is really like the main business owner in a way yeah and Elena's like she runs it pretty much she she gets half her mom or she doesn't get half she gets like what she sells mm-hmm. and her mom takes the rest because she needs you know that's her job yeah so um I started doing that I started helping them out and when I started helping them out they started getting more sales mm-hmm. more and more sales so they sell essential oils too and olive wood so I remember literally Going on my way to the to the show, we, we call the show is the farmers market. So if I say show, that means like a Sunday yeah. farmers market. Yeah. So we'd go to the show, and I remember literally on the way there to my first show, they were like, "Okay, so do you know what we sell?" I was like, uh, no. "Wood and essential oils." <laughs> Wood. <laughs> and she was like, "Okay, now we're gonna educate you really quick on, you know, what we sell." So. They told me, you know, olive wood, very durable, doesn't stain, doesn't retain any odors. Those are like, I have like a script, honestly. Oh. And I try to relate to people as much as I can during sales. So I remember my first day getting there, I remember the first person like I talked to, I sold them something. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. So it really went from there. Sales is really good in like entrepreneurship. Yeah. Sales- because a lot of, a lot of like mil- mil- billionaires have started with sales, like started like a sales job, you know, but like, it's a very good, like asset to have and like being able to relate to people and not only that being able to like persuade people and talk to them is is very important when you want people to like buy stuff from you yeah i mean it's really all about i noticed that it's all about how you speak to people and Uh the words you say there are some key words that people love to hear so older audiences Mm -hmm. they like to hear oh it's durable oh it doesn't stain doesn't retain but like the younger guys they're like Oh yeah, you can drop this and it won't break. You know what I mean? They're oh. like, because older people they yeah. they like they like you know that. But 
like it's really all about who you're selling it to. Old people, they, I, I say old people like elderly people. <laughs> elderly. They usually go to the farmers markets, and I would mm -hmm. try to sell them this essential oil that um, sh uh, Julie makes, which is Elena's mom. Mm -hmm. She makes this one called Deep Blue, and Deep Blue is like the essential oil version of Icy Hot. Oh shoot! So yeah, yeah, I would literally yeah, yeah. try to sell that to old people, and old people would be like, "Oh, they love it!" Like you know, I, they, I would be like, "Here, try it on." You know, I yeah. was really good at talking to people, and they noticed that I was getting them more and more sales. Uh -huh. And I would walk home with seventy dollars one day, and I thought that was the coolest thing having no <laughs> job. Uh -huh. And then I like waste the seventy. I wouldn't waste any money, but. I'd then, you know, spend the money on, on a date with Elena, you know, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I was finally getting a source of income that I didn't have to rely on my parents. I would mm -hmm. really, you know, I used to rely on myself. I used to sell things, you know, stupid things, mm -hmm. but like candy, I would remember going to school with a whole duffel, like your duffel bag yeah. filled to the top with every type of candy and sodas. Uh -huh. And so and I would sell everything for a dollar. Everything in my bag was a dollar. We would come and, Hey, I want that. I was like the candy plug at school. And I made a lot of money from that. I honestly made, I remember working like, I remember a good week for me, a mm -hmm. good week of selling candy was making like 70 bucks. Okay. Really? Yeah. And I remember 70 was like my goal. I was like, yeah. Like I have a whole bunch of 70 and ones there was, like, there was, and yeah. coins. I saw this thing. I don't remember where it was, but um, there was um, there was a thing where this kid started selling candy, but he didn't only do it at his school. He did it at like two schools and he had like seven people selling candy for at like yeah seven people selling candies mm -hmm. selling candy at like both schools i was like dang like he he not only took like the idea he made it into like a whole like system you know mm -hmm. and then he went on and he started doing um currency started trading currency forex. and then huh forex <laughs> i yeah. think i i got some people that text me for that but um yeah he started trading her currency and now he's like a millionaire or something he, and he's like super young and I was like, dang, like, really? that's like crazy. So yeah. I also did Forex for a little bit. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I made $10,000. Really? From Forex. Why'd you stop? Um, I sold, I really just did, you know, you, currency. Uh -huh. Currency. It's really just foreign exchange. Whatever I saw was good. Whatever I saw was an opportunity, I would do it. And I made like $10,000. So that was like, and then I stopped it because I lost it all. Right? Oh, okay. I really lost it all because I left. Um, uh, like a trade open for too long and mm -hmm. the currency plummeted and I lost all my money. Oh. And I'm probably still losing it, honestly. Like, it's still open because I, I don't want to, like, take a loss or mm -hmm. they'll take money from me. But, um, so... What, what, country, what currency was it? Every currency. Uh, it was the yen that oh. I bet on and it oh, just... Oh, yeah. It plummeted. It dropped. It yeah, dropped, yeah, so... I read that in the news. Um, yeah. Here, I'll show you, but, um... Yeah, so I did that, but, mm -hmm. um... Back to the farmer's market thing. Mm -hmm. um, with the farmer's market, uh, I started, you know, and then we, in the farmer's, there's so many other people there. So Elena and I, while her mom was there, we would go and we would explore, you know, see what else was there mm -hmm. at the farmer's market. Yeah. You have been, the one in Lake Yola? The, the one in Lake Yola, I've actually been trying to get in. It's a three-year waiting list. What? Yeah, believe it or not. Actually? Yeah. So... Yeah, I went to the Lake Yolo one, and it was, it was really nice. I, I really enjoyed it. It was it was pretty cool. Like, we have this lake in Orlando, uh -huh. and it circles. It's, like, it's, downtown. It's central downtown. They have, a, they have a huge farmer's market, and like, they have they have good food. Like, I had, like, a coconut. They closed my position. So, they my position, you. yeah. So, as you can see, available, I have minus 226. In money, yeah. So I lost a thousand two hundred twenty-six bucks doing forex. I would not recommend it. It's it might seem like easy money, but in the long run, you'll ultimately lose it all. Yeah, not a lot of people do it. I yeah. think it's only um, two percent of. Not, I don't quote me, but I think it's like two to twenty percent of forex traders. Like two to twenty, mm -hmm. make money. The rest lose it all. Yeah, because they say the deposits might exceed your losses. Mm -hmm. So. Or your losses might exceed your deposit. There we go, or something like that. And um, I lost more than I than I bet on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot of. But I'm um, so yeah. Um, I didn't. I haven't done Lake Yola, but mm -hmm. I've been waiting one year for it. I went there and I got like a coconut, or and they put like a straw in it. I was like, this is so. Cool. I've gone there. And I've gone there <laughs> yeah. with my sister on the line bikes. Um, um, the line bikes are like these bikes that you kind of just rent for like yeah. in downtown for like 15 cents a minute or something like that. Something stupid. But um, 
yeah, we would go to the farmer's markets, just park the bikes anywhere we wanted to, mm-hmm. just eat some acai, look at some yeah. succulents, and then leave. A lot of things are like succulents, you know, fruit, uh, soaps, there's a lot of kombucha. Yeah. Um, Have you tried kombucha? I hate it. I hate it too. It's, it's so nasty. So, like, I, don't I drank know how it. people buy it. Like, like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be so good. And I drank it, I was like, why would yeah, anyone want to eat, drink that? It's, 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 not, it's not as good as, as it looks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so um, we would go, we would walk around, Elena and I, during, we would take like a break. We'd be like, okay, at 12.30, we're gonna get food at the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. Because we had made a, like a good amount of money already mm-hmm. by 12. Because it's usually from like 9 a.m. The farmer's market's usually from like 9 a.m. to like 2-ish. Yeah. That's usually like their span. But, um, so we would walk around and, and I remember Elena and I looking at this guy who was selling these chips. And Elena was like, oh my God, because Elena's a vegan. Oh yeah, I remember this about her. She's a a vegan. She's a vegan. Oh man. So keep that in mind. Man, those people. (laughs) I mean, I'm not even, she's giving me reasoning as to why. And and there's no way I could say she's wrong because it's the fact. Bro, when she's sleeping, just put some steak. No, I can't. She'll she'll kill me. She'll literally kill me. But, um, so we saw this chip guy. And oh. Elena was like, oh my gosh, this guy makes the best vegan chips. Like, let's go buy that. I was like, yo, that sounds fire. So uh-huh. we go, it's vegan bacon. You know what I mean? Like, what? Really? Vegan bacon? I've yeah, never so even heard of that. We go and dude has a buy three, get one free deal. I bought mm-hmm. three bags. They were five bucks a bag. What? And I got, I tried them. They were literally the best thing in the world. The best uh-huh. chip I've ever had. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, this dude's called, the dude's company is called the Bacon Snack Factory. And um, I bought three bags from him, or four. He gave me four bags: um, hot and spicy, garlic parm, and cheddar, or something like he that. You still remember? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. They were that good. And um, I think another bag of hot and spicy. No, no, no. It was a sample bag of hot and spicy, and then barbecue bacon, cheddar, and garlic parm. Mm. So from there, um, later, you know, time passes. We eat the chips, and mm. then I was like, "Yo, I remember watching this dude pack up." His, his his stand mm-hmm. before anybody else because he sold out really? of all of his chips all mm. of them and I was like wait so if this dude's packing up that means he's probably making way more money than us and we're here in the sun waiting it out all the way until the end of the farmer's market you know? uh-huh. and we probably we barely make you know 200 bucks mm, the you whole know? stand like all of you guys yeah so I started so it, ca- it became from me just going with Elena to play around to you know, just to just to be with her, mm-hmm. to me going as that was my job. Mm-hmm. Her mom would go to church, leave us there. We would split the profits. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so I was like, "Yo, this guy's packing up way before us." So I so I like remember, you saw in like an opportunity. I I saw it as pretty much like the biggest opportunity. Yeah. And I remember going on their website. I remember. <clears throat> Going on the contact us, uh-huh. I typed in my number. I say, "Hey, I'm interested in selling your product." Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so if he wasn't making the chips. He was just buying and selling no, to other. He was making the. He chips. was making it. I found out that the person I bought the chips from was the owner of the whole company. Oh. Yeah, but these were shoot. prepackaged chips. You know, they look super like manufactured in, um, you know, like a like a factory. Like yeah. it was like 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 high quality. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. wish I could show you. Five. They look like they're from like. Whole Foods or something. Yeah, something, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. super, you know, you. like advanced. And the bags were filled to the top. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. They, they were. It was a good deal for what I was getting because mm-hmm. you know Lay's sells air. Half of it is air. <laughs> Half of it is air. Literally, you basically so. just pay for air, and then the chip is like, you know. So um. I, we should sell air. Like <laughs> perfect, perfect. I'm going to that. No, business. so um, I hit him up. All right, I use the contact us on the website. Type in, I'll say, hey, I want to sell my product. Um, this, I bought your product here at this farmer's market. And um, literally, not even 10 minutes later, I got a call from the, I left my phone on, I got a call from the dude. Um, we literally talked for like a whole hour. He told me everything I needed to know about the, about my product. Um, I don't want to get into details about my wholesale price or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But, um, like he's now uh he sells chips by the dozen yeah and he actually had a couple people you know building up on his wave so this guy he's a puerto rican 
and that after Hurricane Maria, mm-hmm. he said, uh, "If you guys don't know what Hurricane Maria, it was it was a huge hurricane. It hit Puerto Rico, and it like it basically everyone lost power, and they were doing very poorly at that time." So he came over, and while he decided to bring his chip idea over, and really it became a great a big hit in the farmers mm-hmm. market. And um, he had a couple people selling for him. His son sells for him. A couple people he knows sells for him. And then I started selling for him. Me and Alain. So I talked to Alain about it. I was like, hey. So we started doing some math. You know what I mean? And we were, mm-hmm. with the math, he told us that, oh, in this show, I usually sell like around 40 bags. And I was like, okay, let's do the math here. If he sells them for five bucks, he was pulling in for just 40 bags, selling 40 bags or something like, like, like 46 bags. He was pulling in like five, like four hundred dollars you know what i mean a day like something yeah. in, in one day and elena and i we were like oh my gosh does like, he have to make the bags or like huh does he like make it or does he get it manufactured somewhere so the guy he has a kitchen he has a commercial kitchen he buys all the ingredients all the everything mm-hmm. and they make the chips on a weekly basis every tuesday i have to put in when i order chips now mm-hmm. um i still do that but when i ordered i still ordered i still sell these things because you know it's a huge money maker so he, I have to order on Monday. I say, hey, I want, there's like 30 flavors. I want mm-hmm. this, 12 of this, 12 of this, What's like this. your best seller? So my best seller is this one called Smoky Bacon. Smoky Bacon? Yeah. Oh, I'll, be, I'll bring some. That sounds good. You know what? You really should because I really want to try it. I'll bring now. some for you. I wish I could. Even though they're vegan. <laughs> I'll still try it. Hey, don't even, <laughs> just because they're vegan doesn't mean that the taste, you know, is, 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 is worse. But, um... <laughs> So, we started doing math. This guy's pulling in like $400 a day. Mm-hmm. So, all of a sudden, my mind, like, expanded. Yeah. Like, we were like, oh my gosh, we have to sell these things. Like, I'm going to get a car soon because of this. Like, literally, yeah. I'm literally going to get a car uh-huh. because of selling these things. Literally, in just three weeks. I was, like, doing math. I was going way, I was way too ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. In, like, three weeks, I'm going to have, like, $1,000. Like, <laughs> oh. Like, I'm crazy. Like, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. Like, my dreams now seem, like, actually achievable. Because uh-huh. this was an opportunity. And it was my first real opportunity yeah. to that I pursued. And um, so we started selling them. And we didn't have quite the return that we were expecting. Mm-hmm. So we would roughly, you know, he left. So we would go to, we would sell at the Longwood Farmer's Market. That was the one that I would always go to. That's the one where I saw him at. And because... He has so many people selling for him. He mm-hmm. has a lot of, he's in charge, he has more responsibility because he's in charge of his production now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now he says, if you want, because markets have this thing called exclusivity, mm-hmm. which means you can't sell two of the same things. Okay. Two different people can't sell the same thing. I can't sell bacon snacks and he sell bacon snacks yeah. in the same farmer's market at the same time. Uh-huh. So he said, I'm gonna put you in charge of the Longwood farmer's market. And I'm just going to take that as a day off for me. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that. We started buying chips. And we, st- we didn't get quite the return. We were making maybe 200 bucks, And, and then why? Because you weren't selling them? Maybe 150 Because we, 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 we were doing like a $5 a bag kind of thing. Uh-huh. Just $5 a bag. No deals at all. Just 5 bucks a bag. Um, he, and we were keystoning. So he would, I'm going to be honest, he's, the prices have changed a little bit. But mm-hmm. like for my wholesale price. But he, he, we started off at buying them at 250 a bag. Mm-hmm. Two dollars fifty cents a bag. Keystoning it, selling it for five bucks a bag. Yeah. Keystone means you double it. Yeah. Um. So we started doing that, and then we weren't quite getting the return that we wanted. Maybe like one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars was like you know what we would get only mm-hmm. from selling olive wood or from bacon sacks. From yeah, but were you taking? Is that like profit or is that revenue? Revenue, oh, just okay. revenue. It's yeah. Just so revenue. profit was probably I would be if we made two hundred bucks, I would probably be taking home profit seventy because Elena yeah. and I would, would we would have to split the profits. Yeah. And um, one thing I learned uh, over time is that partnerships don't work. No, ever. not really. And you'll hear our marketing teacher talk about it. Uh-huh. That that person will always you know try to get more from you. Uh-huh. And uh, there came a situation where I wasn't able to work one day and she was trying, uh, Alana was, you know, I'm not saying that this was, but she was trying to take profit for things I paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, she was trying to take money that I invested. Yeah. So 
It's kind of just like perspective. Like one person sees it this way, one person sees it this way. Yeah, but it was like I, I couldn't work one day, and she was like, "Oh, because you couldn't work, like I'm gonna take all the profit." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, you're my girlfriend. You know, it's not mm-hmm. about that. You know, yeah. we should split the profits. I bought, you know, this stuff." So I learned from there that you know partnerships don't work, and mm-hmm. I would pull more money if I started doing this on my own. Mm-hmm. And um, I did. I quit. I quit the job at the farmers market with them. I said, you know what? I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm. And um, pretty much, you know, Elena and I had a lot of conflict, like start yeah. in the start of summer, you oh. know, in our relationship. But um, it pretty much one thing led to another. Where it was just me going alone, solo at yeah, our market, farmers market. Our marketing teacher said never start it with friends or family. If you want them to say yeah, your friends you and want, family. Yeah, because like it's difficult. You know, people have different perspectives. And a lot of people that you think you trust, you know. Yeah. You can't. You can't trust people. And then that creates like a rift. Mm-hmm. And, then, and so yeah. I started researching how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I started researching where I'm going to do it. And surprisingly, at the same time I quit, an opportunity came up with a person that used to sell the snacks at a certain location. They um, moved. Mm-hmm. And so that spot was open. That farmer's yeah. market, uh, it was Claremont now. Mm-hmm. Claremont is... Um, down kind of like you know where Claremont is yeah I know where Claremont is so if you if you look at Orlando it's to the west northwest of Orlando Mm -hmm. and um um so kind of like northwestern Orlando maybe more west more west and north like more west than north um so I would sell there. It's kind of like like a 30-minute drive from my house. And yeah. um, I started researching how I was going to do it because um, I remember budgeting a lot because that summer mm-hmm. I went to Greece. And so a lot of it, I didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. I only had like, up until that point, I only had like $2,000 in my bank. You mm-hmm. know, that was like my, and I wasted like a good 1000 on going to Greece yeah. for three weeks. And I went with Elena, you know, it was the best experience Oh yeah, of I saw life. pictures, I saw pictures. So that's yeah, you travel like a lot. You I, guys I'll went to Puerto Rico yeah. and then Greece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, when you're like an entrepreneur, you can travel, you know? Yeah, it's and like, yeah, so I had built a, like a good amount of money up until that point. Mm-hmm. And I started my, my bank account, I didn't have a bank account. It was all mm-hmm. in my, really, I had a bank account, but it was like a kid's savings account yeah. from when I was like eight years old. So I started a good, like a nice bank account with mm-hmm. Capital One. You know, like a like a legit bank account, mm-hmm. and um, for my business, and um, so I started looking. You know, and a lot of the things for when you go to a farmers market, you have to pay rent, but then there's also an application fee, and mm-hmm. then there's also you have to register your business. You have to get a new tax ID. And oh, you have to register it. Mm-hmm. So what are you like an LLC? Hmm. What no, are you? sole proprietorship. Oh, okay. okay. Um, oh, could you? Well, yeah, yeah, you could. Okay, yeah. Because it's not my, my business. I, 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 yeah. I only have it registered. I have it registered under my name. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it's just a farmer's market stand. I don't have it, you know, because it's not my... I can't make it an LLC because it's, yeah, it's a farmer's it's not, market. You yeah, know what I mean? It's not really a business. So, because of this, me transitioning on my, my own, I get way more opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, what I mean by... So, I started the farmer's market. I did all the application stuff. That stuff is hard to figure out. What do you Legal mean? documents are hard to figure out, Okay. <laughs> So, um, we, well, not we, I, I, my dad helped me out with, he, he gave me a tent, you know, my dad, he was like, Hey, I'm going to give you this stuff. Cause I'm mm. not even using it. So you might yeah. as well just have it. Cause so he gave me a tent table chair and a, I got blessed with like, uh, somebody got me a rack and I had never used a rack. So a rack, I stand the snacks up like that. On the oh, rack, okay. Okay. And yeah, people yeah. like love that. Yeah. Okay, so I never had done it up until that point. We would just kind of sit them down, lay them down on a table. Mm-hmm. But um, let me find a photo for you. Um, so from there, um, I did my first show, and um, I was selling them for seven dollars a bag. Seven dollars a stand, bag. Like the first Dang. day. So people were like, "Yo, that's steep." And, yeah, but I still made way more money, really? almost double what I would make on my own or with Elena. Uh-huh. So, 
that's how you saw that's my oh. stand and that's the rack and um so I, I was like hmm how am I gonna get more money off of this oh. so one day I decided to do buy three get one free like the original owner was doing yeah. it for six dollars a bag uh-huh. And that's when I started doing that. That's uh-huh. when I started seeing people, my profit, you know, all my yeah. pro- my profit started rising uh-huh. so much. So that's when I started actually making that goal that I was talking about. I started pulling in four hundred, five hundred dollars a day mm-hmm. for just sitting down yeah. and talking to people. Yeah. Sales sold. The thing about these these bags, they're only one hundred calories for the whole bag, mm-hmm. and it's. Like way bigger than a Lay snack bag, which is like 210 calories. You know what oh. I mean? And the whole thing is like a whole party size bag like this, and it's only 100 calories. So people freak out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they love it, and old people love it. Yeah. It's like a surprise. Everyone loves it. So many people love it. It's like oh. the snack to buy. And um, I started making a lot of more money, like mm-hmm. $500 a week. Yeah, you know, as a sixteen-year-old. As a sixteen-year-old, <laughs> so this is what I'm talking about. Young mindsets. Look, his mindset was in the right place. He saw an opportunity. He seeked it out, and look, it paid off. And that's not even at it. sixteen. That's the thing. From there, you know, Yellow Dog Eats. Yeah. Yellow Dog Eats is his local restaurant in in Gotha, this little town in Orlando, mm-hmm. or like right off, I guess, Orlando Main City, and um, so. That's where I went to middle school, and every day after middle school, we would go to. I, I went to go to middle school. Mm-hmm. Every day after school, like the coolest place to go to was Yellow Dog Eats. Yellow Dog Eats. Yeah. It's literally yeah, yeah. walking distance from Gotha, the school. And um, I would. Oh, I grew up going to that place pretty much. That was like the spot. I always remember that spot, like for the mm-hmm. rest of my life. Yellow Dog. And um, one day, I saw that Yellow Dog had a vegan menu, mm-hmm. and um, I had word that my supplier his name is Ahmed the guy who gives me the chips he was making smaller bags like snack size bags because they're so big but he was making like half size yeah so in the half size but um to the half size bags they were becoming real popular because he started um he started doing business with um this one restaurant called the district on mills I think have. I've heard of it, the district. I think my parents have gone there, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of, it's a vegan restaurant. So the main target market for um, our chips is vegans. Uh-huh. Not, not diets. No, we don't care about that. We care about vegans. Mm-hmm. So we want to put this vegan product out. And um, so um, I decided, I saw that they had a vegan menu and I know that they sell a lot of stuff in that store. Mm-hmm. And I know that they give a bag of chips with every purchase. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, if he sells them in the district, who says I can't sell them at Yellow Dog? Yeah. And so I called Ahmed up, I said, you know what I noticed about Yellow Dog is that every single thing that they sell in there says Yellow Dog eats on it. Everything, mm-hmm. it has their little label on it, mm-hmm. everything. So I talked to him, he said, yes, it's possible that we can get their own custom label on it. So I now, I go to Yellow Dog, I talk to one of the managers, I said, hey, I have a bit, good business opportunity for Yellow Dog. Get me in contact with Fish, who's the manager. Yeah. yeah. So I've been talking to Fish, or Fish, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fish and I are going to have a meeting on putting these snacks in his store, you know? Yeah. That's- and me growing up, going to Yellow Dog, and then actually putting... A product in yeah. Yellow Dog, you know, that's yeah. like a, that's like a, some some things that people, you know, people can't say. You know what I mean? Yeah, 16. it's really when I say it's all about uh, time is way more valuable than your money. Yeah, I, I found a lot of joy in putting, you know, finding having the opportunity to put these snacks in Yellow Dog mm-hmm. versus you know versus just the payout I was gonna get because I yeah. wasn't if I'm selling them wholesale, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm the middleman. I have to, you know, give them also reduced cost. It wasn't yeah. a big money maker for me, but it was also, you know, the fact that I have some, like, I'm going to have a snack in Yellow Dog. Yeah, you, know you can I mean? always get more money, but you can't buy more time. Mm-hmm. And so it was really, you know, that I valued that, that I'm going to have a snack in Yellow Dog pretty yeah. soon. You know, it's not in there yet, but mm-hmm. it's going to be in there soon. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if, are you in, like, the class where we're talking about Yellow Dog Eats? That's like marketing three, right? Yeah. I'm in marketing two and four. Okay, so yeah, and so we talking about yellow. But I'm here. I hear is about you know, and one of the I've 
our marketing teacher pretty much hates me. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so one of the biggest, if we're doing an assignment on Yellow Dog, and I can officially say that I have my own product in Yellow Dog, mm-hmm. Mr. Benedict, <laughs> what I feel like that'll say? be like the biggest rub in the say? face. Because yeah. like, yeah. I feel like he always thought I was going to be not, you know, uh, unsuccessful. And um, so now once I tell him like, hey, you know what? They also sell these vegan bacon chips in there that I put in there. You know, uh-huh. I have a deal with them. Yeah. And I feel like he would honestly... You know, take back all the crap he said about me. And, yeah, like he'd be proud and, of you. Yeah, because it was a lot of stuff in freshman year that used to say to me. You know, a lot of, you know, things that, you know, kind of discouraged me honestly. And I honestly thought that business wasn't for me due to it. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, but I kept going, and now, because of my deal with Yellow Dog, I'm now in charge. Uh, I talked to the owner of the company, mm-hmm. and he said, tell me how your meeting with Yellow Dog goes, and then we can have a talk. Oh. So, wow. I don't know, the owner of uh, Bacon Stack Factory, mm-hmm. Ahmed, he says, okay, now, because you're in that deal, I, want, I have a proposal for you. What if you are in charge of all franchise work? Oh, wow, that's... For my company. That's a big opportunity. All of it. That's so, a big meaning opportunity. every single restaurant... I'll mm-hmm. be in charge of supplying them. I'll be their middleman. I'll have so much passive income. Uh-huh. And all of it is really just dropping snacks off yeah. at a place. Really, I'm like an Uber for chips. Uber for chips. And I make a That's big great. payout from it. Okay, yeah. so, and it's not just that. And also, um, I told him, hey, you need a social media marketer? Mm-hmm. He said, yeah. I created his website. Uh-huh. I recreated his website. Uh-huh. And it looks way more modern than it did when I went on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot of social media aspect that now I'm in charge of. I have to be in charge of the snacks. You know, what place has it? What markets are going on? You know what I mean? And now I'm, gonna, now I'm in charge of uh, also the franchise work. So really, I'm 16 and I'm getting so much income. Yeah, because you, you, saw, you saw an opportunity. Because I saw an opportunity to sell chips. Yeah. And people might think, oh, this guy sells chips. But no, okay. I sell chips and I make way more money than people working for 13 bucks an hour at Publix yeah, yeah. who are my age. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I always talk to people and I'm like, hey, what is, what's your job? They're like, oh, I work at Publix. I'm like, you make your regular, you know, the regular 13 an hour, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, they were like, yeah, I was like, you're wasting your time. Yeah, basically. I'm really, I'm being blunt with people. I try to tell people, like, there's other ways to make money. Yeah. You shouldn't. It's should. really not about, you know, following the traditional plan. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't follow what the traditional plan is. When they say money doesn't make you happy, it's because it's the truth, mm-hmm. okay? I have, right now, I'll show you my bank account. There's a lot of it in assets now, in a car. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. Now. I got a yeah. car, I got a Lexus. With all that money I've been building up, I got a Lexus, okay? And I'm selling that Lexus. I'm trying to get more money from that, but you'll see my bank account has 400 bucks in it, you know? Mm-hmm. But all of it's in assets because I'm constantly finding opportunity for myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, due to that, like, it has big payouts. I can make potentially $4,000 from selling this car. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? From something that I put in $19,000 into. So, um, yeah, I built it up. And yeah. from there, I, I'm going to get, you know, better car. Cars are a little tricky, though. Yeah, I mean, cars, they do are, decrease, cars are tricky. They yeah. decrease the value, like, every mile you drive them. So. Yeah, that's... It's really tricky, but... I don't I can, know if I, I would... can I can make 4000 from this car, yeah. pretty much. And that's a goal, you know, that I've always wanted to do, because I need money. And I need money because after high school, I'm planning on taking a gap year. Mm-hmm. Just so I can see the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I really, after, uh, I mentioned that we went to Greece before, and um, I met this girl in Greece, so we met up with her sister, mm-hmm. Elena's sister, who's already backpacking, so we kind of met in Greece, yeah. all of us, and she had friends that were backpacking, one of the friends, her name was Dawn, and Dawn and I, we were talking on a boat to a volcano, on oh. the way to a volcano, oh. and um, she told me, what do you want to be when you're older? I said, oh, I want to be... Um, an architect and because at like, the time you wanted to be an yeah. architect yeah and then she was like oh you know architecture is a dying field right mm-hmm. boom ruined my dream okay. <laughs> right there right there your dream i was like okay Crush. what do you mean she was like oh yeah preset like uh, oh businesses already have presets you know what i mean mm-hmm. office buildings you know there's not really much you can create it's all about like presets and it's a lot of math 
I was like, you know what? You're right. But she said, but what's your dream in life? And I was like, well, I want to make a lot of money. I want to have a big boat. You know what I mean? I want to have yeah. a big house. I want to have a nice car. And she was like, why? And I was like, because that's what I want. And then oh. she was like, do you think that's going to make you happy? And I was like, possibly, yeah. And then she was like, you know what makes me happy? She's a backpacker. She said, seeing the whole world is what makes me happy. And um, so um, she said, seeing the world is what makes me happy. And um, she was right. Yeah. I've never related. She said, I, w I always wanted, she, she told me, she's like, I always was just like you. I always wanted the cars, you know, I always wanted the big yacht, yeah. and I wanted to travel Europe with, you know, in a big, huge yacht. But that just stuff is just super improbable nowadays. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to ruin anybody's dreams, but like, what's called a monopoly, mm -hmm. that's literally what we're living off of. Like, companies are not coming to a point, like, Amazon is just. Like Mr. Bennett says, Amazon is like the biggest bully in the market. Yeah. So the biggest bully, they take everybody's business, you know, they, they don't leave room for opportunity. Yeah, but I mean, he saw an opportunity too, yeah. right? Yeah, so you got to respect, but she, you know, that stuff is super important. You can become, you know, there are ways, don't, don't yeah. get me wrong, there are ways to, you know, get to that level. But for me, that was just improbable. I don't, you know, I don't know if I really like care about all that stuff. Like, like you can have like the nicest Lamborghini ever, right? But what are you gonna do? You're gonna drive it in Orlando, Florida? Like you that's like what is that really worth? Exactly. You know what I mean? you know I'd what rather I mean? go I'd rather go travel, I'd rather go see all the different countries that I wanna see, experience different cultures. That's yes. worth way more than a Lamborghini. I mean trust me, like Lamborghinis are like beautiful. Beautiful. But, yeah, they're they're nice cars. But I mean, yeah. But that's the thing, you know what I mean? Like that stuff isn't worth it. Yeah. Worth because that's why I say time now that's I've been saying it all weekend this weekend mm -hmm. all weekend I've been saying this your time is way more valuable than your money mm -hmm. okay um, I she told me I've always wanted the yachts but you know I see I have pleasure now uh, once I saw Asia I changed my mind yeah she told me yeah I feel she said, like, I changed yeah. my mind I, she said that's not I don't need that stuff because that stuff's not what makes me happy mm -hmm. and it just seems super improbable to work for something that's you know you know that you probably won't get you yeah know, you, why would you do that i mean you can get it it's just like why not work for something that yeah. makes you happy you know what yeah. i mean so let me ask you one more question before i wrap this up what do you where do you see yourself in 10 years where do you years. see yourself when you're you said you're 16 so where do you see yourself when you're 26 <sighs> okay like i said i'm taking the gap year and, and i want to do asia Mm -hmm. I want to do Asia in my gap year. So right up until I'm 26 years old, so I'll do a play-by-play, -play, I would have seen the world. Mm -hmm. As much of it as I can. And I would now, at this point, I'm going to school uh -huh. for something. Or I would have started a really successful business. Mm -hmm. Or starting in the process of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I get home from my travels, I'll know where I want to live. Because that's, where, that's what I'm using these travels as you know to determine where I want to live yeah where you know where my life is gonna go where I want to raise my kids mm -hmm. where I want to have my business base where I feel the most happy at you know mm -hmm. where's the most beautiful place where I can live I would have made that decision and I know I have a couple ideas of things that I can do for as a like as a company one of them is like a backpacking like a backpackers idea because I went backpacking in Greece I didn't go with a suitcase I went with one you know what a backpack yeah and um, you know I, I, I have a couple ideas on things I can start with and um, by that time you know I would have seen it and that I would have been happy you know I would be happy I want to mm -hmm. be married by that time because yeah. with Elena Elena and I are planning everything together because yeah. you know we have the same goals mm -hmm. and we've really put aside breaking up we put that to the side yeah that's not really like an option because we you know we, we know that we're meant for each other in a way mm -hmm. you know what I mean I don't know if that's weird or cheesy to say but it, it's the truth yeah so um yeah and and I would have been I would have started my business while I was doing because I think this is something I could start while I travel mm -hmm. so that's the best thing about it it's a mobile business I don't want to be the main reason I don't want to take a gap year is because after college I don't want to be stuck in a job yeah and I want to be 
stuck doing two weeks vacation, you know, I hate Yeah, that sucks. I don't, I don't want that. Two weeks vacation, I, I have so, to wake up at like six o'clock in the mm-hmm, morning. Every no, single I'm day. Good. No, 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 no. I want to be, I want to be, you know, living happy. Uh-huh. And even if that means living low, low, low income, low cost, you know, as long yeah. as I'm happy, uh-huh. I don't care. Yeah. I really don't care of, you know, all that value or, or that, that work that mm-hmm. I, I'll need to put in. But, you know, so I'm really just going, what I've said is I'm taking life and I'm in the back seat. I'm letting, you know, God take the wheel. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But, um, um, so yeah, um, pretty much I would have started the business. And, yeah. Uh, I think I would be, I'm going to be really successful with it because, you know, I've had success in the past and I'm not going to get too cocky with it. I do have my worker's ambition mm-hmm. I do have my work ethic and I'm willing to put in as much work as it takes you know to get my goals mm-hmm. achieve my goals I'm really hard worker when it comes to you know achieving my goals and you know that's where I see myself in 10 years you know starting a business seeing the world I would have seen the world and um, happy yeah so happy this is, and married this is Gonzo what's your last name? Hernandez Gonzo Hernandez he sought out an opportunity when he was only 16. Well, no, well, you're, no I was 15. You're, when he I... was 15. He was 15. Yeah. Nothing should stop you from achieving what you want to achieve, you know? Yeah. So, this is you want to shout out your Instagram before we end it? Uh, so, yeah. Um, my socials are Gonzo PR. Um, I do a lot of art nowadays. Um, right. If you want, I can do, I can paint whatever you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? I pretty much, whatever, whatever you want. I do a lot of cool things. Um, and I'm gonna, it's soon gonna be a travel account. Mm-hmm. So all of my travels are gonna be there and you're gonna see that I'm gonna be completing the goals that I set in this podcast. Mm-hmm. As, you know, in the next 10 years, as my life progresses, yeah. you're gonna see that the goals I'm telling you now are the things that I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Because my mind is focused on these yeah. things and I want these things, you know, for myself, I want them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Gonzo PR. And um, check out his Instagram. Check out his girlfriend's Instagram, Elena. What D D Elena Elena dot Demas. So that's D I M A S L E N A dot D I M A S. Go check out his Instagram, his girlfriend's Instagram, and if he's fifteen, he can do it. Uh, you got no excuse, no excuse. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Young Mindsets. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. And remember. Your time is way more valuable than your money. Way more valuable. All right, thank you. Thank you so much.